the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Hello! I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Let's get you to retirement. Boy, I'm depressing myself a little bit, but I'll get into that a little bit later. I recently saw some statistics on people who haven't saved any money at age 50, and what do you do? It's alarming. But before we do that, let's hit the headline news first. We won't get into content a little bit later in the show. 200-day moving average was a big conversation yesterday when the markets, whether it be the S&P 500, the Russell, the Dow Jones Industrial Average, starts to hit that 200-day moving average. It's starting to tell you, "Uh uh-oh, things could break down here. Does it hold and we trend higher? Or does it break through and we, we, we fall? Last December it broke through. Last October, November, December. In that time period. And we had a, a rough ending of the year. Only to see things kind of pop back up like a beach ball that you keep under the water. Just pop right back up. So yesterday we held. We didn't go beneath. We held. So the 10-year treasury yesterday was in panic mode. I texted my mortgage friend, Tony Mendez, from BayAreaLoanSource.com. And I said, hey. You see these this tenure? It's it's falling apart. It's 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 no good. So nothing has changed today from yesterday on the trade deal. There's no more positive bias leaning into it today versus yesterday. In fact, you could probably say there's some negative. China's indicating that it has put soybean purchases from the US on hold, escalating the trade war. I don't have a lot of time to get into this, but I could say that uh I'm not too thrilled with our trade deal between China and the United States and how they buy very low technology products from us like soybeans. But it is what it is. Those farmers love their money, as well they should, and they tend to vote with the president who's going to give them the best deals to sell very low technology stuff like soybeans. So the S&P 500 is down 5.5% this month. I feel poor. Okay, I don't feel poor. All 11 sectors are down. That's pretty wide-ranging. Losses range from half of 1% in real estate to almost 10% in energy stocks. The semiconductor index is down 16%. Holy mackerel, that one's going to slap around. The Dow Jones transport average is down 8.5%. And transport's kind of a, a leading indicator. The stocks are doing well. It tells us that in the next six months we'll be traveling. If we're traveling, we're probably doing business or spending money. So it's been a bad month. And transports are planes, trains, and automobile. Great movie, by the way. I wonder if it held up. That was during a time where like cell phones were as big as cars. So when you go back and you see movies like that, you're like, oh, that's a big cell phone. It's like put in a shoebox next to your head. I would say The X-Files is probably the greatest TV show of all time at chronicling the history of the cell phone and just how much it changed from super big to super small. So it's been a bad month. May, go away. Shoo, shoo, go get the flu. Um, No, that's not how it works. May was tough, but we had... January, February, March, and April, that was very, very good. So which which are you? Are you catching up on the negative, or are you, you know, opening up to the positive? I take those five months 
every five months for the rest of my life. Ironically, there was a sense entering May that the market was short-term overbought. So we wanted a pullback, and we got a pullback. Now that we have a pullback, we're like, oh, China, you're, you're, you're ruining us with these tariff screws. Stop, it hurts. So we, we're, we want a pullback, but when we get it, we're like, ah, I didn't really want that pullback. A trade deal could eventually be struck. That's kind of like the weird thing in, in the back pocket. Again, either the U.S. or China is throwing off rhetorical vibes right now that suggested deals anywhere close to coming to fruition. China said, uh-oh, don't make us make you regret something. And you're like, what? What? What could it be? So we're a little on edge. Ten-year Treasury was down yesterday 29 basis points for the month of May. It hit a 2.21% low. Now it's at 225 it's a good time to refinance your mortgage or consider refinancing your mortgage. If you're in that 4.5% mortgage window, you might be able to catch cheaper costs and be able to save that money. The second estimate for first quarter GDP showed a slight downward revision to 3.1%. Uh, revisions to GDP, here's what they mean to me. Squadoosh! Um, it's past performance. So the first quarter, it feels like, oh, two months ago. I barely know what I was doing two days ago. So GDP was a nice 3.1%. And that's actually pretty good because first quarter GDP is the weakest quarter for GDP of all the quarters. And again, there's four quarters in a year. We don't have the Christmas holiday season. Let's go shop and spin going on. We kind of have a, oh, we got a new budget starting in the first quarter. Initial claims come out on the Thursdays. And there ain't no problem with employment in the United States. Now, you could say the quality of, of employment. You could say the wages. You could say a lot. You could say the underemployed, i.e. people who want to work 40 hours a week on salary versus under 33 hours a week on hourly punch clocks. The advanced international trading goods deficit for April winding to $72 billion. If I do stories like that, I'm going to put you to sleep. It's going to be like a, a, a stranglehold. Pending home sales for April are out. There's a couple big engines that drive our economy, right? Tech housing and autos, and we do pay attention to them. And I, I think it is important not to undersell that, if that makes any sense. It's easy to say autos aren't what they used to be, and things are changing with Uber and others. Uh, but April pending home sales were down 1.5%. Expectations were for up 1%. So that's a weak number. We get a crop progress report today. Now, let me tell you about how much you should care about the crop progress report. I don't, I don't know if you should, but you see inside of it, Corn plant, it rose to 58%, above 49% a week ago, but below the five-year average of 90%. Soybeans plant, it rose to 29% above the 19% a week ago, but below the average of 69% over the five years. So I wouldn't talk about lower prices too quickly, too soon, too just yet. But it's interesting um, to see deflation hitting the housing market. So Sanderson Farms is publicly traded. And yeah, you can own, you can own slaughter companies. You know, They said they expect grain prices be lower for the year compared to fiscal 2018. And that's tied towards how much we're planting. And that goes into our animal livestock. And, uh, you know, a rough winter could, you know, cause prices to go down because you slaughter the cows faster. Thus, you kind of fill the market with dead cow. Uh, So this could be interesting. But again, for the average person, that is so inane. I don't even know if I should have brought it up. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. A lot of great downloadables, like the 15 things you need to do before hiring a financial planner. 
at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, more. Uber reports tonight. Little Lumineers, by the way, bringing us out. We've got new music this year, this summer, this summer festival time. Who doesn't like summer festivals? Well, number one, me. <laughs> I don't like uh, people. I really have a problem with lots group, large groups of people. But that's another show. It's called Rob Black and Your Major Psychoses, right? So Uber's going to report earnings today. And I, I, I throw that out because it should be. I'm not allowed to say this. God, I wanted to say another word. A fecal matter show. Is that is that fair? It's going to be a f- for the record. I, I I really don't like car crash sounds on on radio. Like I always fear like that's me. So let's limit those if we can because I don't want anyone freaking out and thinking it's them. So Uber reports earnings tonight, and they're coming out with a lot of information now, which you know that they're going to do. Uber and Lyft both come public. Neither one of them are making money, so they know that the bankers who say you're worth billions and billions of dollars. You better have something up your sleeve. We're going to find out what they have up their sleeve. One analyst is saying Uber is a $50 stock. He highlights the confidence that Uber can quadruple bookings by 2025. Driving margins as percentage of bookings towards 7%. Um, I just have to say no when it comes to this train. And I, it can go past without me. I'm okay with that. Um, there's a story out there today that they made a partnership with a company called Fair. Now, I'm not an Uber driver. I'm an Uber user, right? It's worthy of note that I think there's a pretty big difference. I've got some friends who are in their 20s. One of them works on this very show. And I ask him, like, hey, do any of your friends drive for Uber? And he tells me it's not the most glorious story. It's not like, oh, I play video games until noon. I get in my car. I make lots of money. And I'm done by five. It's not quite like that. Uber has completed four billion trips. That's a lot in 2017. It's the top rideshare company in the U.S., and it's drivers and passengers in more than 600 cities around the com- around the world. You have an Uber app, and you get on your smartphone, and the trips build your credit card. Um, it's everywhere. Paris, London, New York, everywhere. I've got a friend who works for Uber, and he probably wouldn't want me saying this, but let's just say Uber's not going to make any money anytime soon. And it's, it's not a big scam, but I find it scandalous that they don't even care. If I borrow money from you, the public, I want to pay it back as soon as I can. I don't like having debt around my neck. Don't like it. Uber delivers food through Uber Eats and goods through Uber Freight. Company went public in 2019, raising $8 billion plus. Um, revenue looks like a meteor. You know, $3.5 billion back in 2016 to just under $12 billion last year. There is competition, but they're doing what they can. They've started a partnership with a company called Fair that lets you get a car for cheaper, about $185 a week. And if you complete 70 Uber trips per week, then you get $185 from Uber. Your car is free. Payments from Uber can increase to $305 if you complete 120 trips. Car acquisition, not a trivial matter for Uber and Lyft drivers, especially in your 20s. Um, Fair to me looks like a unicorn. I don't know how they're going to depreciate cars that fast and still come out on top. Uber looks like a, uh, a unicorn, i.e. a company that has a billion dollars in revenue, but probably never going to make our money. So Uber's working on it. They're out there. thought I would share that with you because I think it's an interesting company to look at. Speaking of interesting companies to look at that look like train wrecks, uh, how about the one, the only Tesla? I hate 
being the guy who goes, I told you so. It's not my kind of investment because it was money. And they come out with the Model S and the Model X, and it, it, it continues to be like, ooh, look at this sexy thing over here. And then Elon Musk is like, oh, look at this sexy thing over here. We're going to have robo-taxis this year. In one year from now, we're going to have robo-taxis basically driving around the, without drivers and picking you up and dropping you off. That's pathetic. Show me the money on <coughs> making cars. <coughs> Excuse me. I think I got the black lung. Um, I don't want to care. I don't care about robo-taxis. I don't care about tunnels under the ground. I care about this little company in Fremont, California. Can you make money? And right now, the answer is no. So they're becoming quickly a niche automaker. Model 3 demand is stagnating in the United States. There's no road to profitability. Solar storage installations have declined sequentially over the past two quarters. When you hear garbage crap, whatever you want to say it about, like, the robo-taxi scenario, you're like, you're just trying to get me not to look at your finances. Now, I like Musk. I think we need people like Musk. I think he's a true entrepreneur. Um, I think the cars at one point in time kind of looked cool. But now I look at a Tesla and I'm like, it's got, um, who is the guy? Pitbull. You know Pitbull? He's got some Latin blood in him. He wears white pants basically all year round. Kind of comes across as a, how shall we say, an uneducated douche when it comes to giving financial advice. And he does give financial advice. And he will be at a money show sooner than later. He will show up in your hotel's local hotels, giving a seminar on how to make millions. Every time I see a Tesla, I think of Pitbull must be driving that. I don't know why I have that association. I just don't want to be the guy who tries to look like Pitbull. You know, aging, trying to hold on to youth, trying to wear things like white pants all year round. I've got a family member who does that, and uh, he's the biggest scum bucket on the planet. So one of those guys who always has a business idea, but never actually pulls things off. One of those guys that... Uh, marries a family member who has a kid from a previous marriage and goes, I'm not going to be the father of that kid. And then when he loses his job, he's like, that's my son. Yeah, that kind of scumbag. Anyhow, I digress. So Tesla is not having a good year. Shares are down 40% this year. Holy mackerel. Markets are up four out of five months. Markets are up for the year 10%. And you're telling me Tesla's down 40% this year? 20% alone this month. And Musk is sending out emails to employees saying, hey, do everything you can to control costs. Now, it, this just isn't jiving. So Barclay says, let's call it $150 stock instead of 192 And he's been the negative guy for years when other people had $300 and $400 price targets. He's been the one saying, guys, you were way ahead of yourselves. So that's out there. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. I got some upgrades and downgrades coming for you right around the corner. How about the cost of making whoopee and having a child? I know you're saying, well, I get whoopee for free. Good for you. But the cost of a child's not necessarily free. We'll talk about that and much, much more, including upgrades and downgrades, right around the corner. You can find out more about me at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube. I'm going to be putting up a video for my Cron TV appearance today at YouTube channel Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Hello, hello. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. There's some negative press coming out on Jewel today, basically saying they're scamming us. Got to be careful using the word scam because I, that's not the right word. But basically, uh, it's one of the fastest growing companies of all time. And ultimately, it's pimping its e-cigarettes to younger people by saying, you look cool if you do this. And there was a, a big study in the early 80s about 
tobacco companies and how some of their print ads were really over-sexualized in nature so that things looked like sexual objects. That's probably the best way of me saying it. For instance, Joe Camel, his nose looks something like a... Right? And subliminally, we're looking at these ads and we're like, oh, I I, want to look cool. I want to vape. There's even a cigarette called Cool. So it's spelled with K because... Everyone knows that spelling bees are for losers. So Jules getting some negative love right now, and I think that's fine. I don't know. It's it's such a nightmare uh, raising kids in this day and age. It's it's expensive first and foremost. Uh, they're little balls of 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 basically sickness. You quickly learn like, oh no, what did I get myself into? Wife is like, I need maternity clothes. I need something that looks cute. I don't look cute in sweats. That's 500 bucks. That ain't cheap. Nursery furniture. Baby needs a rocking chair. Baby needs a rocking chair. Baby needs a dresser. Baby needs a crib. Baby, baby, baby. Nursery furniture could hit you for 4,000 bucks. Diapers. The average child uses approximately 2,700 disposal diapers. Oh, no. And I know men who haven't changed one diaper. What's wrong with you? Diapers cost between 10 cents and 30 cents each. So that's why I'm saying Costco. Stroller. There's various stages of uh, you want to get the best for your kid. And then you quickly learn like, oh, why did I spend $1,000 on a stroller? Car seat. Oh, boy. Those don't go away fast. And they could be cheap, cheap, cheap for 130 bucks. We are facing forward-facing booster seats, seat belts. That can be $1,000. Formula. Breast milk is free. A lot of women can't breastfeed, um, and I guess it's probably not free when you start thinking about like all the nutrients that go into the baby that the mommy needs to replace. Cow's milk you can't introduce until about age one, so that can run you $1,500 a year, that first year in formula. Food, 2300 bucks a year. And wait till your kid, and, and this has happened to me, when you sit down with your boy and he eats a whole pizza, and you're like, you just ate a whole pizza. Whoa, 16-year-old boys, and I don't have a 16-year-old boy, but... I remember being a 16-year-old boy, and it ain't cheap. Um, so food's expensive for kids. Clothing, at least $800 a year. Pretty typical. And this is all according to the 2017 Department of Agriculture. Older kids aren't cheaper, especially if they want to wear the latest fads and the Nikes and the, all the pumped-up kicks. I know you're saying, did you just use the phrase pumped-up kicks? Kind of cool. Kind of a big deal. People know me. I use big words. My office smells of rich mahogany. How about when your kid gets sick and your wife sends you to CVS or somewhere to go get a snot sucker? Now you're saying, what's a snot sucker? It's something you put in your kid's nose and it sucks snot out. That stuff adds up. Whether the kid has pneumonia or laryngitis or ear infections, they're basically big old bundles of sick. They're just germ machines. And every time you're going to buy over-the-counter drugs or snot suckers, it's $1,000 a year. Vacations aren't cheap, especially if you fly. Taking your kids to Hawaii, you know, it's $400 a seat to put their butt in a plane. And then you're like, well, me and my honey, we used to get a king-size bed, and it was good enough for us. Suddenly you're spending more on a bigger hotel room. Instead of getting a, a cute little economy car, you're getting a bigger car because your kids are fat and they're oopaloompas, and that's $2,000 extra a year in vacations. Child care, not cheap. Sometimes the wife wants to go back to work. You don't understand what's like to have kids. I lost my identity. So she goes back to work and suddenly you have child care issues, right? That's a good $9,000 a year. A lot of it's illegal under the table, too. Not telling you that's what you should do. Consult broker advisors, take any action on anything I ever mentioned on the show. If you get your kids in sports, that's easily an extra $1,000 a year. Recreational outings, another 3200 for entertainment like movies. So it all adds up, right? And then if you do get lucky enough to get them to college, that could be anywhere from eight 
$9,000 a year in tuition to 35000 Room and board on top of that. It's expensive to have a kid. So I throw that out there for you. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Rob Black. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, it's me, Mr. Rob Black. Um, other thoughts out there? Um, I want to talk about if you're, if you're older and haven't saved money, what you should do. But it's depressing. Uh, Kroger today was upgraded to outperform for market form. I like Kroger. It's an East Coast kind of big supermarket kind of chain. And uh, you'd go Kroger in on Fridays in college. You'd go try to get as many things for $100 as you can. And every time you go in Kroger and you go, Krogerin, what's your price for flight? So you sing songs while you shop, right? Stanley Black and Decker out there upgraded to buy from hold. There's too many stocks. When I see upgrades and downgrades, I just go, damn, there's a lot of stocks. Expedia resumed with a hold over at Needham. Penubra initiated with an outperform. Uber initiated with a neutral and a $42 target. Uber reports tonight. Barron's is very cautious on Uber today. And again, big day for them, reporting some numbers. Um, Apple got lowered price target today from 240 down to 231 Basically, the analyst is saying, hey, there's some restrictive trade measures out there. We know about it. So we're going to just cut our price target, our PT. TP, toilet paper, PT, price target. Big difference. Goldman Sachs upgraded City to buy from neutral. I like Citibank. But the banks haven't worked out the way I want them to, so I'm angry at them. They see a good 13% grower. So um, I like Citibank. You know, maybe you wait for a market to get really kind of messed up. UBS downgraded Verizon neutral from buy. We've got 5G coming. 5G, nothing but 5G. And basically the analyst at UBS says Verizon's well positioned as a defensive investment with a sustainable yield. So it's, it's a big fat dividend yield, but they think the stock has run too far from historical levels. So they say... Maybe the stock comes down, but we still like the dividend. That's not a bad call. Zynga's still publicly traded. I don't know how. They're called an overweight today. Zynga's had a three-pronged approach to growth. Live services, new game launches, and mergers and acquisitions. They're the guys who did Farmville. And I never understand. Like You almost want to strangle your children. Do not strangle your children. This is a public service announcement. Rob Black says, don't strangle your children. (laughs) There's a comedian. I think his name is Jim Jeffries. He talks about having a kid and having to watch videos. He said, there's a 40-minute video titled, Don't Shake Your Baby. (laughs) And he's like, I think the title says it all. Don't need 40 minutes of Don't Shake Your Baby. Uh, And he goes on. I find him funny. Again, Australian accent, not good when they're they're pitching business products to me. Australian accent, funny when it's a stand-up comedian. So Zynga has that, um, you could buy a virtual cow and you could spend real money on it. And to me, that's just stupid. It's almost as stupid as Fortnite getting all the different outfits. Until you see fish stick, which kind of looks like a, a fish that's a pirate. You're like, I kind of want to be a fish that looks like a pirate. And you're like, a thousand V-Bucks. You're like, you don't even realize that's 10 bucks or something like that. And again, you're getting a virtual piece of clothing. It's pretty ridiculous. And it shows you how vain we are. But fish stick is kind of cool. Deutsche Bank downgraded Nucor to hold from buy. I don't have enough money to actually give a SH flying about steel companies. Sorry. 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 Um, unless. Thank you. Unless Donald Trump says, we're going to do a trillion-dollar investment in infrastructure. And then I'm going to find something different. But that's when a company like Nucor would become interesting to me. But to me, it would probably still be something like John Deere. Which, for the record, I got to drive a John Deere tractor. I would rather own a John Deere tractor than a Tesla. I think it would be so cool to go up and down 101 in a death machine of, uh, you know, a loader. That would be fun. Anyhow, and anyway, those are your upgrades and downgrades for the day. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. BMO named Boston Scientific a top pick 
They've got a big pipeline of things that go in your body to save your life. That's good for revenue growth. That's good for operating leverage. That's good for double-digit earnings per share growth. It's a broker advisor for taking action on any stocks ever mentioned on the show. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Donald Trump made a bit of a Freudian slip this morning, saying, Russia helped me get elected. Then he almost immediately denied it. When you talk a lot, you tend to sometimes say some stupid stuff. I work with a guy named Mark, who, he's a really good listener. He never lets slip anything negative. That's pretty impressive. So he's well-liked because of that. Oh, boy. The things we see. Have you seen that crazy video footage of Mount Everest and how people are waiting in line to climb to the top of the world? And when you're waiting in line, you're basically, you have no oxygen. Your brain's basically starving and being strangulated. I got no interest in climbing rocks. Sorry. People who do, you are loco in the cocoa to me. I don't get it. People who jump out of airplanes for thrills, don't get it. Don't get it at all. So I know you only live once and blah, 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 but I don't need to be at the top of the, the death zone. I mean, it's called a death zone, right? Um, there's a lot of stuff out there that's just crazy. 11 people dying last week on Mount Everest. A man suing Delta Airlines after he was mauled by another passenger's emotional support dog. Uh, can you imagine getting on a plane and all you want to do is fly home to see your kids and someone's kind of negligent and they're like, I got an emotional support dog. It's large, it's untrained, it's unrestrained and you get mauled by it. Like maybe you slur your speech, you get stitches. You're never quite the same, right? I like dogs and all, but emotional support dogs, for me, I'm just going to be honest with you, feels like a bit of a stretch for a lot of people. And again, I get it. Flying's not easy. People stress out. I get it. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Money investing and more. Don't be shy. That's the worst thing you could do is in your 20s and 30s, that's when you should be saving money. Are you with me or are you against me? Because this is kind of a big deal to me. A lot of people wait till they're 50 to start saving, and then it's probably too late. You're probably going to want to work till the day you die. But before that, you start going, okay, well, maybe I can max out my 401k. Maybe I can look at my budget. You know, suddenly, instead of trying to get to a million dollars before you retire, maybe aim for 60000 Average American spends $164.55 a day. Can you factor in savings? Someone like CFP Chad Burton would go, well, if you go to Starbucks, then you must be rich because Starbucks is, should be called five bucks because every cup is five bucks. If you put five bucks a day into your 401k account, then you're going to be worth billions. I don't know. Average American spends about $164 a day on groceries, gas, and going out. I like the side hustle. There's a great song by Weezer called Can't Stop the Hustle. I'm a big Weezer fan. I know. I see a lot of myself in that band. Rocket engineer, super smart guys. Not necessarily the uh, vocally most talented. Uh, side hustles are awesome. Um, when I'm retired or close to retirement, I'm gonna, I'll be a pet sitter. I'll rent out a room. Um, I'll do whatever I can to you know keep the money coming in. There you go. Little Weezer. Hasta luego. This is a song. You know what this is about? Uber. It's about having a side hustle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to be careful with the lyrics, but that's good. The, the catch is the hook is coming up. Can't knock the hustle. I got respect for people who have side hustles. Leave a st- five-star review. Uber's saying if you don't get five-star reviews, they may drop you and may not pick you up. Speaking of which, we got tickets. WWE Monday Night Raw. Winner receives a pair of tickets to WWE Monday Night Raw June 10th. That's right around the corner. At SAP Center in San Jose. You can see Seth Rollins fight Baron Corbin Universal Championship match. Double main event. Women's Championship match. Women are getting some pretty good billing in, in WWE. 
Becky Lynch versus Lacey Evans. AJ Styles and Braun Strowman. You can find out more information by going to Ticketmaster.com or KDOW.biz. It's KDOW.biz. I've got two tickets for Monday, June 10th. Kick your summer off right and see some wrestling. Monday Night Raw tickets. I'm Rob Black. Call 800-516-1220. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. So globalization is kind of a real thing. I don't know if you think the world is flat or you think it's a globe. I don't know. But tax policies have changed and redistribution of wealth has changed because of globalization. There's winners and losers. I do a segment every day on Cron 4 called Winners and Losers. Um, you can find it at, at YouTube. And I know, I know, you're going to be mean. I'm losing a little bit of hair in the back. Yes, I get it. I, I get that my neck is starting to look kind of like turkey neck. And God, I want to like get surgery and look like... Harrison Ford. No, actually, I don't. But yeah, I'm, I'm aging, and you can see it. It's a good thing. I'm wiser, right? So globalization is something we talk about, and winners and losers. Corporate tax rates consistently have fallen from 1980 to 2008. A lot of people think there's a race to the bottom. Our Federal Reserve raised interest rates in the last 18 months, and everyone's like, you're doing it too much. You're, you're, you're going to blow it. You're going to slow down our economy. And then you didn't see other central banks raise interest rates. And now that the world is kind of on... The brink of trade wars, we're going, we kind of wish you would raise your interest rates because we're counting on the Federal Reserve to lower once this year and three times next year now because they, they've already raised. So they've kind of given themselves some, some wiggle room. A lot of people want fair trade, but where, where's a trade deal fair, per se, right? A lot of people want open trade, but open trade is not really open anymore. So globalization's out there, and I'm not even going to get into the concepts because it's above me it's bigger than me so migration flows within the united states we once went from new york to california now california back to new york because california's become too expensive a lot to think about you can find me online at robblackshow.com that's robblackshow.com don't forget if you want those tickets to wwe call 800-516-1220 i'm Rob Black. three-star general michael j flynn head of the pentagon intelligence agency knew all the government's Dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 